Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey, yo. Do you know what today is? Uh, no. March 3rd? That's correct. Yay. Do you know what that is the anniversary of? Is this uh, our first podcast? Uh, it is the release date of the Nintendo Switch. Oh, really? Two nice. years ago, on the 3rd, was the Nintendo Switch. I thought... I. I I'm surprised I didn't know that because I would have thought there would be more fanfare about that. Well, it's two years, so... Yeah, I mean, we, we, you saw it last year for the one-year anniversary. Like, where is the Switch now? Has it succeeded? Yes. Um, but no, this is two years two years ago today. Oh. Yep. Cool. So happy, happy birthday, <laughs> Nintendo Switch. Good for the Switch. That's right. It's yeah. chugging along. It is two, so it's not as impressive as one. You know, right, that's what I'm saying. It's like not the first anniversary. No, no, no. No, a second kid's birthday party is always less fun than a first. That's true. I don't know. I mean, considering that like most consoles only last like five years, you know, maybe you should give every birthday a, a big... Uh, you only get so many. That's true. Mm. Says the person who doesn't want his birthday celebrated ever. I don't even want people to know when my birthday is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll have to listen back to la- all of last year's podcast to remember just when to I try and figure birthday. out when the birthday it's was. Because I definitely said, <laughs> I definitely wished you a happy birthday. So it's in my calendar because he told me once, and I was like, he's never going to tell anybody ever again. No, nope, but it's it's forever recorded. It's always on tape of yeah. me saying happy birthday, Joe, and him next going, month. Next month. That's what he does. No, so we're two days away from the anniversary of our first, of what would become a weekly recurring show. Oh, yes. Because technically the first was in October. Yeah, but that was the, the, like... The unveiling. Yeah, the unveiling Mm -hmm. when we thought of the uh, E3 presentation. No, just like this, it was like a separate weird video they did. That's right, yeah. So, yeah, but no, Switch has been out two years. I saw it in, like, the Facebook, hey, remember when you posted stuff? thing that was you know telling me that two years ago i saw logan in imax got an imax poster and then went and picked up the switch at midnight that movie was great i still haven't seen logan really we were talking about how i just watched into the spider-verse yeah before the podcast started we were talking about how i hadn't seen into the spider-verse which is great if you haven't seen it it's fantastic i haven't watched logan yet logan is great i know i know it's supposed to be great i only pretty much nowadays i only get the chance to watch movies i watch like a movie on the weekend with my mom is when i watch a movie you should come to the movies with us Eh. but (laughs) (laughs) i only ever watch movies when i see like i go to the weekend on the weekend i watch a movie with my mom and the only reason i haven't watched logan yet is because like i feel like i have to watch all the other x-men movies with her before showing her logan Mm, not really i know it, it probably stands on its own pretty well but yeah. like it, it, it's just the kind of thing where like my mom is 65 years old and like she'll just be going like who's who's the old guy with the bald head like why is he doing that why are the claws coming out of his hands and it's gonna be me going like trying to explain the history of x-men to her so she she didn't when i, I watched into the spider-verse with her this weekend and she didn't even know that spider-man got his powers from being bit by a radioactive spider that's true you did say that, and so now <laughs> I had to explain that. how Spider-Man got his powers, and we watched other Spider-Man movies. Yeah, it happens in other Spider-Man movies. It definitely does. <laughs> it's several you know occasions. It, it doesn't happen in Amazing Homecoming. Spider-Man. Oh. It definitely happens in Homecoming, and it definitely happens in the first, or not, Amazing. not Homecoming. The yeah. first Amazing and the first of the Spider-Man's. Spider-Man. Yeah, Rainy versions. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah, so that's the only reason I haven't gotten around to watching Logan yet. I'll just watch it on my own Yeah, one of these days. And then, then you can watch the black and white cut later. Yes. That's also a good version. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for the Dark Phoenix? Yeah. Doesn't look that good. It just looks like X-Men 3. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And X-Men Which 3 was not good. good. No. 
It just looks like the same story. But yeah. we digress. Not movies podcast, games podcast. So Joe, when you're not watching movies with your mom, what'd you play this week? Uh, so I started playing uh, Mother Three. I talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, downloading mm-hmm. that. Did you finish it? Like I you did, promised you would I, on on record? Yeah. No, I, I said the that back. it was too you're long to. and I wouldn't be able to beat it in time. No, I, I went you, back and I listened to the podcast. No, oh, you didn't. It. Don't lie to us. <laughs> you don't listen to this show. I'm here right now when I need to listen to it. I'm saying the words. Yeah, but you're not even listening now is what I'm saying. No. You just say things and you don't retain them? Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, I started playing it. Uh, it's it's really good. Uh, it's actually like super dark. And um, Obviously. It, yeah, well, I mean, I knew Earthbound was also super dark. That's why uh, it doesn't come to America. Because that's scary. It I is. actually kind of looked it up and that's pretty much the reason that they said. Mm-hmm. Like the game's like themes are like far too mature for what traditional nintendo games are abortion well that was mother two right uh this one i mean like right off in the beginning like in this one you the the kid's mother is like uh eaten by a fucking t-rex and shit i'm just like oh jesus and like they talk about like they found her body with the tooth of the t-rex still piercing through her heart wow. and i'm just like oh man that is pretty like super fucking dark for a nintendo game yeah the jurassic park sequel is weird yeah <laughs> um and, and like, I mean, I'm only on Chapter 2 of the game. And it's weird because I'm on Chapter 2 and you still don't play as Lucas, the main character. Uh, I've, like, sunk, like, maybe five or six hours into it to get to Chapter 2. And you're still, like, you play as him for a very brief second in the very beginning of the game just before the mother is killed. And then, like, after that, it switches to you're playing as the kid's dad for, like, the first, you know four hours of the game Weird. and then after that you switch to another guy and you play as him for like a while and i don't I'm know sure they're like, all gonna team up in the end and you're less like you're the leader of it all or whatever yeah yeah i'm, I'm expecting that to happen i'm just kind of surprised that like or they're uh, all gonna die well i mean possibly I don't, I don't know how it goes um but uh i mean so far the game is very good um i actually i I, I never liked the way that the combat is set up in this game, and it's also the way the combat was set in the Dragon Quest games, where, like, you don't see your characters, like, only you see as the enemies on the screen. Right, dungeon crawling. Yeah, yeah, like, and then, like, you just have, like, your stats in the bottom and whatever your attacks are. Uh, and I, I never liked how that works. I still, like, it, it's the kind of thing where, like, I wish I could kind of see the characters more, just give a bit of a visual representation to it. Um, you but, are the character, though. Yeah, I guess it's supposed to be you're seeing it through, like, their eyes, yeah. blah, 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 but... Yeah, I'm I'm used to Final Fantasy games. I mean, Pokemon's like that, where like I mean, you see the you Pokemon, see the though. silhouette of the Pokemon. I mean, in the new, no, you always saw you saw the back of the Pokemon, right? Yeah, and then now you see like a full shot of the Pokemon, and it's like the cameras are dynamic spinning around. But that's Pokemon. Um, but the way that the combat is set up is it's very super fast pace, uh, which makes it like uh more you know even though i don't get to see the characters i find that downside like the fact that like the battles move so fast i i'm more into it it, it like they're not feeling dragged out so it, sometimes when you play a game and the battles take a very long time to do it gets to the point where like every time you get into a fight you're like oh jesus fucking christ like here's another fucking fight here's another fucking fight yeah. but these ones they go so quickly you're just like on to the next thing mm-hmm. and the way it's set up is it's not like random encounters like you can see the enemies walking around on the field and like you can like walk up to them if you want to fight them that's kind of thing like if you can I mean, if you sneak dragon up quest as well yeah uh could you see them in dragon quest some of them you could yeah they were on depends the map. on the dragon quest you're playing yeah, they were on the map and you just walk up to them to encounter them i don't remember that i remember them being random encounter no i mean it's been fucking 30 years since i played dragon quest well you just played the, the Wait, bit really of the how old are no you? i'm talking about the old <laughs> dragon quest games like not not the new one yeah and no, it's the same thing 
Not the old ones. I think so. I don't think so. Um, I have no idea. I've never played a Dragon Quest game, so I'll just let you guys go back and forth on I this. pretty much just played Dragon <laughs> Quest. I played anyway. Dragon Quest 1, and then I played Dragon Quest 11. <laughs> like, yeah. I missed all the other ones in between. Because, like I said, I didn't like the way that the combat was set up. Um, but, uh, like, it, it's the kind of thing where if you sneak up behind an enemy, you can do a back attack, and then you, like, get the first hit. If they sneak up behind you, it gets the first hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's so fast-paced, yeah, I'm, like, kind of just blasting through the game. Um, and, like, the story is super dark, but it's very interesting. Um, uh, but, yeah, I'm enjoying that one. Uh, but I, I'm still not entirely far into the game, so... Yeah, you're I not even playing as a main character yet. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, otherwise, well, you said you did shortly. Uh, otherwise, after that, uh, I picked up uh, today. It came out like it, the official release was today. Was uh, Black Desert? Wait, today? Yes. Huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, is that that MMO? Yeah, it's a, an, an MMO. Uh, it's been on PC for a while, I think, uh, but it got released on the Xbox. I don't know if it's on PlayStation Four. Um, but it's an MMO that, like, the combat is more like a Devil May Cry. Huh. As opposed to, like, every other MMO, yeah, which yeah. is, you know... Every slow, other MMO. methodical. Yeah, like, you know, click attack. Like, wait yeah. for the attack bar to fill up. F- and then attack. F1, F2. Yeah, hit, hit, hit fireball kind of thing. Uh, this one is... You're just running around, swinging your sword, jumping all over the place. See, that like, sounds awesome, because that's what I hate about other MMOs, how slow and, like... Yeah, plotting it is right. You're and, not paying attention to the battle. You're just paying attention to the like consequences or the results of the battle. Yeah, yeah. You're just like waiting for it to be done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and no, but yeah. In this one, you're just running around, and it's super fast paced, super like uh, over the top action. Uh, I mean, it, it works just like any other kind of fighting game where you're just like slamming, you know, slash. You have all sorts of different attacks that you can pin to the different things. So there's like heavy attack, light attack, shield bash, trip. Uh, and I'm only played as the warrior character so far in the game, and I only played it for about an hour before coming over here, just because, like I said, the game came out just today. Came out today yeah. um, but uh, I mean, from what I played, I was like, "Wow, yeah!" Like, and I remember years ago thinking to myself, "Like, why doesn't somebody make an RPG or like an MMO where like the action is just fun?" Action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the combat is actually kind of fun to play because yeah. they're too worried about the MMO part of MMOs, and like maybe you know back then. Uh, uh, internet, you know, you, you couldn't make it too fast paced because the internet service wasn't as, uh, you know, high powered as it is now. For a second, I thought you were going to stop with, you know, because back, you know, internet. Internet. And I thought that was going to be your <laughs> End point. Of story. And I was like, uh, Joe, I need you to kind of give more. <laughs> Moving on. No. You know, <laughs> it's a bad thing when you're playing 12 years ago when you're playing World of Warcraft. Like, yeah. You can't have super fast paced stuff because the internet wasn't as high powered as right. when well, computers now. weren't as yeah, high powered. Yeah, even computers. You couldn't have as many people on screen doing all of those motions and have the ability to render it all. Yeah. Because yeah. now you do. Yeah. And especially on like the new systems like the Xbox and the PlayStation, which are much more powerful. They can process that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I mean, from what I played of the game, I do really, really enjoy the combat for the game. Uh, the character creation is super in depth. Um, I'm never good at that stuff. So I basically like just I'm like, OK, bald head and a beard. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. think that's why you chose that in real life, is to make it's, character it's creation easy and plain as possible. Yeah. yeah. Let me make it so that way I can just create myself in any video game. I don't need specialty stuff. I don't need to match tattoos. Just bald head yep. beard. Yeah. Done. Most generic dude possible. Yeah. 
plain. You don't uh, have to worry about it your works particular really, hairstyle. Really well. Yeah, your level of beard is in every game is like a default. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, but I mean, I kind of like dicked around with it just kind of see what was there, and uh, it's super in depth. It's the kind of thing where you can like pinpoint every single part of the face and like change the shape of it. Is there a dong slider? Uh, there is no dong slider. Damn. Yes. Yeah. Um. That one revolutionary game and nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, story-wise, I, I'm not even really paying attention, but I never paid attention in, like, World of Warcraft either. Yeah. You know, and you walk up to somebody and they start talking and you're just like, skip, 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 give me my mission. Yeah, let me go do some stuff. Yeah. Well, you're also just feeling it out, too. Like, it'd be hard to, like, drag through, like, pages upon pages of text for you to be like, I just want to fight. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just super generic fantasy world, you know? That's why, like, I was kind of put off by it. I was like, yeah, this just looks like every other fantasy game. Yeah. I mean, if you were probably, except for the combat, like you could be looking at, like, Terra or uh, any of those other generic MMOs, and you probably wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Yeah. Um, but I, I certainly want to play more of the game, and I want to, like, test out the other characters, because I just made the, you know, the, the warrior class stuff. Now I'm like, I want to see what, like, the rogue is like, because I'm running around, I see other people running around, and, like... There's rogues that are like, or hunters or whatever that are like doing backflips with bows and like shooting giant swarms of arrows at it. And the uh, mages are causing huge explosions in the distance. And I'm like, wow, that looks like it's fun to play. That looks like it's fun to play. I'm having fun to play with just the standard shield and sword <laughs> guy right white now. White bread man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm sure all the other character classes are, are uh, just as interesting to play. Uh, the like skill system is super simple. It's just like pick a new ability that you want to have, and you can assign it to a different attack uh, command button. Uh, uh, I mean, it, everything else. It just came out today, so like there's a lot of frame rate issues that I'm noticing. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of like character clipping and stuff. Um, but... You also get that in an online game where mm-hmm. like that's super common even in wow and it's been out forever so yeah. yeah yeah but i mean it's the kind of thing where like i'm sure in a little while this game will be a lot more polished but even for the first day i know they've been doing betas for a while but it's running still pretty smooth for what i played right now um so i'm sure it's only going to get better from that point on hmm. uh it's a it, it's a one-time purchase it's not like a recurring monthly fee oh, kind of thing so there's three tiers. There's a $30, a $60, and a $100 tier. Um, the only thing that's different is the stuff that you get, but I think everything is stuff that you can buy in the game anyways. Oh, yeah, so there's no incentive. Yeah, it was the kind of thing where I was like looking at, like, okay, like if I buy the $100 tier of the game, I get a, a special, or I get a mount, and I get a bunch of in-game pearls. It, it, and the way this works is it works just like most uh, kind of freemium, even though it's not free, but... All the items you can, like, buy with pearls in the game, and pearls you just buy with cash. Yeah. So, like, you could buy the I, the $100 one was, like, 3,000 pearls and, like, an item and an item. And I was kind of like, well, why don't I just buy the $30 version, and then I can buy whatever items I want. Yeah. As opposed to spending the extra $70 on stuff that they're just telling me I have to buy. Well, yeah, it's probably, it's $30 for the game, $30 worth of stuff that you probably don't want, and then $30 of in-game credit yeah. is what makes up your, you know, $90 edition. Yeah, so I was like, or I could just buy $60 of whatever I wanted. Yeah, exactly. For myself, yeah. as opposed to just being told what I have to get. Well, especially on a new IP for a new game, it's been out a day, like, you you didn't get to try it beforehand, like, there wasn't a beta that you were Yeah, in, you're not right? dumping $90 in yeah, exactly. you've never played before. No. Even if it was, like, a, you know, rousing success on PC... 
the Xbox port could be buggy as all hell and unplayable, and then you just spent $100. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, so far, uh, I'm enjoying it. And what was it called again? Black Desert. Black Desert. It was called Black Desert Online, but they just took the online part off. Now mm-hmm. it's just called Black Desert. Um, but, yeah, I'm enjoying it from what i played so far. I want to play more. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that it? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, John, what did you play this week? Uh, I bought Nier Automata, mm. the like, Game of the Yora edition came mm-hmm. out on Tuesday. I believe it was Automatida. What was the word I couldn't... Automatica? Automatica. I, yeah, I, I kept automata. saying the wrong thing. Then you're like, Automata's not a word. Um, so I bought that. I was in New Hampshire, and I was like, ah, I, cr- I forgot this came out, and I can get it without tax. So I bought that, and uh, I've been playing that, and it's... I, like, I've always heard good stuff about it, but I've never like actually looked too hard into it. Other just being like, yeah, 2B is... All, like The main character is everywhere, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like this cool, interesting mix between like a hack and slash game and a bullet hell and an MMO and an RPG and all that stuff. So like the very first level you're playing is like a mech and it's a bullet hell game. There's stuff coming from the top and you got to shoot him. And I was like, okay. And then you like land and you start doing some ground combat stuff, but it's still like in your little mech thing. Uh, and then it's a hack and slash game, but the like the uh, dimensions keep changing. So like it's a 3D world. And then sometimes it's a side scroller. You can only go to the left or the right. Um, hmm. So it's like very unique in the way that it's presented. And then like once you finally get into the world, it's an open, it's a like open world game, like a sandbox game. So like you have your little areas, and but you can go as far as you want, and then like eventually get to things that just you can't kill anymore. Um, but then it also has Dark Souls like aspects to it, where if your character dies, your chips that are in your character, because you play like an AI robot thing mm-hmm. you have to go and retain you, you gotta get your chips back if you die a second time your chips are lost forever yeah um so yeah like you gotta go and find your own bodies but there's other like if you're playing online there's other bodies that you can pick up so you pray for them which means like they can get revived in the lore of the game it doesn't actually do anything you can revive your body whenever you want um but then you can either repair or you can retain them if you repair them they become like a short like companion so they can follow you around and help you fight stuff. Um, and then if you retain them, you get whatever chips that they had that was different on their body compared to yours. Cool. So, like, there's an aspect of, like, actually finding other players online. Yeah. I mean, even though they're not they're not playing with you, it's just no. they're... It's they're... the same way that, like, Demon's Souls had it. And, like, where people could leave yeah. hints. Like, they're, uh, they're in your game, but they're not in your game. Right. The Dark Souls, yeah, it was the same thing. But you had to, like, use an item to, to res them. This one is just you, like, walk up and you can res them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super cool. It's super fun. I, I don't know if like, I'm just playing it cheaply, but like there, you have a little robot that floats around. He can shoot bullets or it can shoot bullets. Um, but there's like, assume the robot's gender. No, I won't. I, I corrected myself. I'm proud of you. Uh, it shoots bullets, but like it has unlimited ammo. And so like, you can just kind of stand back and like, shoot, <laughs> just let the robot kill everybody. Everything. Yeah. Like I barely use my swords on stuff. And like, even when I do, it's just like, ah, it's taking too long to shoot him. Like I might as well just slash him up. But, and so like go out and do like cool. They're like the comics fun. It's, and it looks cool. You like throw people in the air and do crazy stuff like Devil May Cry. But it's just like, I could just, I could not chance dying and stand back and shoot him with my little robot dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played like four hours of that so far. Like I've, uh, it starts off like any other open world game where you got to do a bunch of like fetch quests in the very beginning. Um, so I did those and like, I haven't really gotten to much of the main story yet, but still it's cool. It's fun. I like the way that like the, the HUD is presented. 
It also doesn't have a quick save option, which is nice. I feel like sometimes games baby you too much where they're like, oh, we're going to save every 10 seconds. Like, so just in case you die, like you get the 10 seconds back. This one's like, you have to go to specific space, save spots. And then like when you do, that's where your body gets resurrected. So it's like the, I mean, it's like Dark Souls yeah, and the, Dark the Souls. fires. Yeah, it's like Ninja Gaiden. It's... But there's way more uh, like vending machines in this one than there is fire, campfires. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Obviously it's a great game cause it's gotten all the, you know, praise and stuff like that. Yeah. It got a game of the, you are the Yora. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you are Yora. It's like your little avatar is a, a Yora. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. It came with a theme that I actually use, which is like, it's a dynamic theme, theme mm-hmm. on PS4 where it has like very calming music, which nice. is nice. Like usually it's some of those stuff, like <laughs> the Fist of the North Star one had like flaming hair metal or it's like Aah! it's like okay that's too much when i turn on yeah. my ps4 for have it screaming at me yeah because when um, you turn on a ps4 you're, you're not always like right into the game right you have to just like get set up make sure that you've got you yeah. know your snacks for when you take a break later you know you or you go prepared. back to the menu and leave it on the menu for like seven hours like tyler does yeah um i mean that's why i use the um i don't remember what the name of the game was anymore it wasn't that good but uh the They're, campfire one, yeah. Had? It's like it's like a burning campfire. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, so and like uh, a like calming music and like a burning campfire sound. And I'm just like, ah, oh, that's a nice soothing thing that's li- sitting in the background. Yeah, very relaxing. Yeah, yeah. This one just has two B and uh, the other the boy character nine C or something like that. They're like off in the corner, but then every time you move to the left or the right, the like screen gl- glitches. Mm-hmm. Like it has like the, the like screen fuzz. So it's like dynamic enough where it has like small stuff that it does, but just it's nice to look at and it's simple. But yeah, it was only thirty five bucks or something like that, which was decent. Yeah, especially for a game of the year edition. Yeah, and it comes with like all the extra stuff that the DLC does that the Xbox One did, and then the avatars and the the theme were the only like real bonus of buying the the game of the year edition. Mm-hmm. But I'll get more into it. I was just kind of feeling it out and like. I get stuck in open world games where it's like, I want to collect everything, but then I realized that like I went back to like the main camp and came back and all the stuff I collected just respawned anyway, and I was just like, oh okay, I spent like an hour going around and picking up scrapped parts for mm-hmm. them to be like, oh yeah, they're just gonna reappear. There's more of them. Yeah, so it's like an so inverse collectathon. Next time, yeah. no. So now I know like if I see stuff, I'm like, yeah, I don't need that, especially in like the lower lower level areas. Well, yeah, and you know that they'll respawn. So if you like decide to go back like you can yeah just get all that stuff but i was like i'm picking up everything and it's like you picked up an iron scrap and i'm like okay you need like 700 of those to do things so really it's irrelevant for me to pick them up right now yeah unless the goal is to mine them over time and just constantly refresh the the area to get more scrap yeah i mean that's what dark souls was it's like find a good area kill guys over and over again again the little area that i found Mm -hmm. where i got my character i like up way higher level than it should have been just by running doing this one thing and saving and going back and doing it again mm-hmm. but that's it that's all i played this week oh we did play some board games oh that's right yeah last night we had a board game night with uh, some friends we played the thing uh which is like a kickstarter board game mm-hmm. which is very cool uh, have you ever played the saboteur mm, no i don't think it's so. like uh it's a, a not really a board game so there's no board but like it's more of a, like a communicable game so like uh, 
someone is in your group is the saboteur. Yeah, yeah. You don't know who it is, but you have to figure out who it is by going on missions. Mm-hmm. And you either want to pass or fail these missions depending on who you think is the saboteur. Yeah. Um, so the thing had that because you didn't know who the thing was or like if who was infected and who wasn't. Um, yeah, at the beginning of the game, like everybody draws a blood sample, blood samples, and one yeah. of them is an infected blood sample. This is the thing, the movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, Correct, yeah. It's called like Thing Outpost Thirty Seven or something 31, like that, or Thirty One. Yeah. Um, so it's the same thing. You go on missions, and like this one has physical part, like you a board and, and characters and stuff like that. So it's more. It is pretty much the saboteur. There's a little bit more to it because you actually have to put down whether. Like, you have missions, and it says, like, you know, uh, you know, you have plus one dice. You want to get eight dice total for, Everybody for the has, mission to pass. Yeah. And then everyone has to hand in a card, and those cards either say one dice, zero dice, or or sabotage the mission. So it's, like, it's pretty much the saboteur, just more in-depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I totally believed that Joe was telling the truth the whole time. Why would you do that? <laughs> because there was something that was pretty much concrete that made him... So he, we went on a mission. It was me... Skippy and Nick, and I knew I wasn't infected, uh, obviously. And so we go on the mission. There's an item you can get in the game where you can get a rope. Yeah, and so you can was, tie them. You can tie a person up for a mission. Yeah. Right. So Skippy's like, I'm gonna tie Joe up for a mission, and Naturally. I'm like, Why? I'm not the thing. Because he's Joe. <laughs> yeah. And so, so he ties him up. We go on the mission. I put down my card, and then there's two sabotage cards coming. There's only two other people on the mission, so I'm like. It's both of you fuckers. Like, I know it's got to be both of you because Joe's sitting in, his, like, the room twiddling his thumbs because he's tied up. Yeah. And Joe's like, I told you, I'm the only real one. So go through the whole game. We get because to the later end. On, uh, later, like, as you play, like, a- another person can become infected. Yeah. There's two infected cards. You start off with just one, but then another person can become infected. Yeah. So I was tied up. The three of them go, and two sabotage things get played. And... I'm like, well, clearly I'm not the thing because I only the thing would have sabotaged stuff. And it just turned out that Nick only had sabotage cards in his hand and couldn't play anything else. <laughs> well, and then we went and we went on another mission and it was like to get, uh, we all had to have plus one cards and somebody put down a plus zero card. And I was for sure that Joe put it down. He's like, yeah, I put it down. And Nick's like, no, I put it down. And I was like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, I, believe, I put the plus I believe zero Joe, because he was the one tied up. He's like, I swear to God, I only had saboteur cards. And I, I couldn't do it. It's like, no, I don't believe you. So I get all the way to the end, we fail the mission, and then he's the only one. Well, it was him and Skip that were in the... I was just the first thing. Yeah, he was the, the one infected. that got infected later on. And I was like, I can't trust anything you do anymore. <laughs> no, I don't know why you would have, like, look at that grin on his face. Are you telling me that you that's a trustworthy face? <laughs> Uh, no, absolutely and then we, not. We played like uh, House on the Hunting Hill, some sort of like board Be- game Betrayal that, like, at Hell House. I think it was no, called. No, B- Betrayal at House on the Hunting Hill. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was like, that one wasn't that fun. No, but also we didn't really understand the rules too much. I don't think, and it had like scenario books that you had to like whip out like, when somebody was a traitor. It was and like it was twenty twenty five different scenarios that could happen. It's too involved. And it was it was too much. Um and then we played a Rick and Morty game which was a similar thing where you had to figure out who was infected and who wasn't mm. by yeah. shooting them. And there's I, like there's like eight real cards and like twenty five parasite cards and you have to figure out who's a parasite and who's not. Uh we apparently we were playing it wrong. Well, um, yeah. But we still had a lot of fun playing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and then I the last round I ended up being infected the whole time, and I was playing off everyone perfectly. 
And I wasn't affected, but nobody would believe me when I said I wasn't infected. Yeah, Joe just, wanted, Joe just wanted to kill Skip, or, uh, Skippy just wanted to kill Joe, which was similar to that's the situation where Skippy function. just wanted to tie up Joe. Yeah, that's his default action. Joe's like, I'm a human, I swear I'm like, to God. I'm like, I swear to God, guys, I'm a human, Don't, I'm real, don't do this. Skippy's like, I'm going to shoot mistake. you. Well, yeah, because you were giggling the whole time you he said was. it, probably. He yeah. was. No, because I, I know Joe, yeah. and when he's lying, he can do it, like, yeah. immaculately. And then when he's telling the truth and everyone thinks he's lying, he giggles like a school yeah, he, yeah. So like we got to right inverse our, our, th- our thoughts on him. When he's giggling is when he's really telling the truth. Yeah. And when he's serious, nope, he's lying. But see, now that you know that scheme, it's going to really put the, to the test how good of an actor Joe is. Like, he can't, he's giggling right now. He can't. His face is all uh, red. His eyes are squinty. He's just loving life. It's like yes. that, that Princess Bride scene where he's like, oh, I knew clearly you wouldn't put the poison in front of you. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's Joe. He's yeah, Wallace Joe. Shaw. Yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, I didn't really play much this week. I've just been dabbling in Apex Legends and Tetris 99 Tetris still. Because so. they're fun. Did you get any wins? I got a win in Apex, but I did absolutely nothing in it to deserve that. It was just like, I had no idea what was going on. My controller died at one point, like towards the end. Oh. I think I didn't realize how many teams were left. I, I think it was us and one other team, and my controller died. And I like panicked because I knew we were towards the end. And so, like, I got up to, like, find a cord and, like, plug it into, like, a portable charger that I had. So, because I'm too far away from the PlayStation to plug it into that. Uh, and by the time, like, I plugged in and the controller, the controller came back to life, it just said, you are the champion. <laughs> like, okay. Fair deal. I'll so, just that. like your first Tetris win, you, like, didn't, you won without really even trying. Yeah, but this was, at least in the Tetris one, I tried to Right, but before to you the got there. Yeah. Yeah, well, this was... I mean, I it's, it's, it's a life anything. lesson. It's the least amount that you do, the better your yeah. chances of success are. Yeah, trust me, I've been in the trying later, that in the later for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did have one funny thing happen in Apex, though, where I wasn't really paying attention at the start of the game. I had two people that were both talking to each other on mics, and so I was just kind of tuning them out because, like, I didn't, I didn't care. They were just bullshitting. They, they weren't talking about like preparation or anything. And one guy breaks off from the group immediately. And the other, and I'm just staying with the other guy because I don't break off if I don't know where we're going. Like they hadn't pinned an area on the map. And the guy who was the jump master all of a sudden starts going towards the water. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He's. He's, he's not, gonna kill himself. He's not trying to land here. So, like, in, I. In the ocean. I break off as soon as I see what's happening uh, and, like, land at the edge and save myself. And he died. <laughs> but then his box showed up. So I was like, all right, maybe that was an accident. Like,. Oh, he just wasn't paying him? attention, so I gra- I grab the the banner and I go to revive him, and all of a sudden I hear, "Yo, he's reviving me!" <laughs> <laughs> and like I I thought about getting my mic, to, but I was just having like too much fun, like not caring what he wanted to like. Clearly, well, he wanted what, what to was kill the other himself. Guy doing? He was just like looting stuff. I I don't know if this was like an exploratory fact finding mission because he's like <laughs> trying to find new guns, and he's like, "I don't like this gun." But, and the other guy's trying to kill himself. The other guy's not paying attention. And you're just like, I guess I'll just do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So, like, I revive him. And so, like, they're laughing that I would revive this guy. Although, why wouldn't I? That doesn't make any sense as to why I wouldn't. I, I, well, I'm yeah, like, I want to win. I'm yeah. wondering why he killed himself in the first place. I have though. no idea. Uh, maybe they were, like, waiting for a friend or something and they were all going to do it. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to, like, their plan ahead of time. So, like, I revive him. He immediately is like, now fuck this. And, like, goes to kill himself again. <laughs> So, like, I go to get, like, because now I know that he doesn't want to be in the game. So, like, I'm... So, why does he just quit? I'm, of course, going to go get the banner and try to do it again. Uh, 
And it was just, it was really, really funny. <laughs> and like the one guy's like, wait a second, you were in the water. How'd he get your body? Like, how did he do that? Like, and I was just laughing really hard. But I don't know why, but it was just a fun, weird interaction that I had in Apex. Uh, I also played a little bit of Mario Kart. There's a, there's a tournament locally coming up in a couple weeks. So oh, gonna, really? Yeah, I might try to do that. I'll tell you guys about it after. Mm. Um, but I might try to do that. But I haven't played it in a really long time. I was very bad at it when I booted it back. Oh, I'm again. sure everybody that's playing it online. Yeah, it's been regularly playing know it. Know all the proper times to take the turns and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I have to get reacclimated to all the courses because it's been so long since I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started going back into South Park Fracture Butthole, like chugging along, trying to get towards the Platinum. Because they have to beat the game a second time. Nice. Yeah. So that's all. Uh, I never that's played all. any of the DLC. I need to go there. Do yeah, that. I'm going to do that once I once I get the, the Platinum. Which is just beat the game on my current difficulty setting. And then I have to beat Morgan Freeman. And then I have... Those are the only two I'm missing. So I'll do that and then go through and do the DLC. But uh, that's all for what we played this week. So we'll jump right into the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week. Which starts off with a bunch of Pokemon news. Because it was Pokemon Day on Tuesday. Which was was the, it Pokemon Day? Yeah, it was like the 23rd anniversary of Red and Blue coming oh. out on, on the Game Boy. Oh. Mm-hmm. What was it? 90, right? 96? Uh, sure. I don't remember. 5, 96? Somewhere. So sure. it's like 23, yeah. 24 years since those two games came out. Um, and so on Pokemon Day, that was when... I was wondering why they chose that random that day to random announce day. it. Yep, because that brought us our Nintendo Direct for this month, which was entirely Pokemon themed. It was very short. It's only seven minutes long. It really was just the unveil reveal of the new Pokemon game and the new Pokemon starters. And they confirmed the fall release date, which we knew back when this game was technically announced uh, back in the day. But since you guys are the trainers in the room, I'll let you take it away. So what did we get from the Pokemon Direct? Uh, the two new games are Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, the game has a... And they're like... going to be on the Switch. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is the this first is... mainline Pokemon series not on a handheld console. Well, it is a handheld console. It's also fair. it's also a console console. Yeah, so. I would say it's the first not on a strictly handheld. Console. Yeah, I the would first say it's one the you're going to be one... playing on the TV. Correct. It's yes. the first one on a home console, even though it's still a portable. Right. Yeah. yeah. Semantics. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's Pokemon Sword and Shield. It has a like London uh, theme to it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely UK based. Yeah, like a UK theme to it. Um, uh, it, it looks really beautiful. Uh, it's still Pokemon, um, and I mean they didn't really show off a, a ton to really talk about. They only basically showed off like uh, what the area kind of looks like, and um, it's a pretty the, big area too. Like they showed the whole map. Oh, I mean they're always been big. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they showed off the three new starters for the game, um, which are oh, let me uh, pull it up. Grookey, yes. yeah. Scorbunny, Scorbunny, Grookey, and. And crying, yes, Tremillion. Um, and like I don't, like I don't have much to say about. Like I'm excited for it. I'm gonna play it, but it was only like a five minute Mm -hmm. clip, so there's not like a ton of stuff to say. Well, I mean, so now you know it's back to like actual Pokemon. So you're catching stuff in grass, and there's gonna be gym leaders, and it's not gonna be like let's go where it's just catching random stuff. And I mean, we expected that, yeah. Because when they announced Let's Go, they I said, guess there was we like, have this weird but did one. We ex- and- I mean, 
I guess there was like there was that like is this going to be an actual Pokemon game or is this going to be like the Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness? Right, that's and that's not what like, like I bought a GameCube for Gale of Darkness. Because you thought excited. it was going to be a Pokemon, game. right? And then you could only catch certain Pokemon. It was the only Pokemon that were like yeah, there's only by like the darkness or something. There's like that. only like thirty total Pokemon you could catch, and you could only catch them at certain times. And like you, you had to to progress the story. You had to, so yeah. it was like a completely nar- like linear narrative. Yeah. There was no training. There was nothing else. It was just only trainer battles. Yeah. Let's be fair. When they announced "Let's Go" and we're talking about this game existing, they said we're have "Let's Go" later this year, yeah. and next year will be a mainline Pokemon game or like the new Pokemon game in they the did. series. Yeah. So it was always going to be more of this one. So I don't think that was necessarily as surprising, but it's still I, like, I, yeah. I mean, I expected that's what it was going to be. There was still that underlying fear of like, is this going to be like some sort of cop out? Uh, thing, I, 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 you know, they might say it's oh, it's a mainline one, but then we would be like quasi mainline, right? Yeah, I see. I think let's go was the cop out. Yeah, it was. We don't have a Pokemon game ready for 2018. Yeah, that's a full fledged one. So here we go, cop out version, and yeah. then real version the following. Year. Oh, speaking of let's go, they if you bought uh, let's go Pikachu Eevee a couple weeks ago at Best Buy, they were giving out a steel case for it. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Best Buy in New Hampshire, and they are selling the steel case because they sell their pre-order bonuses for ridiculous amounts of money for $40. Really? Because I saw the... I'd sent they're Joe usually like $10. I sent Joe a picture. <laughs> yeah, he took a picture and sent it to me. I think it was 50 bucks. No, it was 40 It was 40 Yeah, because I remember being like, it's $100 for the game and a case? I mean, I remember seeing like the pre-order game coins being sold for like 20 bucks. Yeah, 60 Yeah, the... So, to clarify on that, because I did ask... Uh, an person in the know those things are if you just buy them by themselves that was weird uh saying buy Buy them by themselves i confused myself because i thought i was having a stroke but really it's just how words work uh if you buy them by themselves then they are that price but the second that you scan in the game that they're supposed to go with they knock down to free oh so like they had that at gamestop but you couldn't buy them separately they were always 999 dollars. yeah these are a more reasonable price it's just just the fact that they're even selling them by themselves like they're on the shelf with a price tag on it is a weird thing they should just be it was on an end cap nonetheless like it was the end cap the end cap was all pokemon and then it had like the the steel cases next to let's go and it was like had its own price tag it said exactly what it was and there was like a ton of them yeah, it's like, very confusing why? why they do it that way. Because you wouldn't know because the sign doesn't say it. The sign should say free with purchase, purchase of Pokemon. Damn, had I known, I would have gotten them. I mean, we can we can go to the other one. But yeah, I, I mean, I I, I saw never the one down the I street. never bought. Oh, did they? Okay. I never bought. Um, I bought Pokemon Pikachu. Let's go Pikachu. I didn't buy Pokemon uh, Eevee. Eevee. I didn't buy either of them. But now, so now that Pokemon's coming out. I will be buying a Switch. So this is this is the sem- the cementing of the the, the final push, like absolutely the nail in the coffin of you yeah. buying a Switch. So now there's at least five games coming out for this that I can warrant buying a whole other system for it. Yeah, because um, you were pretty much there at the last Nintendo Direct, right. Last month, and internally I was thinking the next once they announce a Pokemon and a Pokemon system, which still hasn't gotten announced, but I'm sure will come. That'll yeah. be the system that I buy most likely. So you're going to wait to see if there's a Pokemon system? I am, because there's no release date on this yet. So they'll probably announce a Pokemon system sometime around when this comes yeah. out. I'm hoping it's around August, so that like it can be around when that other stuff is coming out that I want to play. Um, but we don't know, because they didn't announce any sort of release window for it. Yeah. The one thing I will say is that most of the time, any of their specialty systems are just... It's the same exact gray joy con but the dock has something on it or well the diablo or, or one it's was the compl- same 
body, but a special color Joy-Con. Yeah. Like the there was a Let's Go one that came with like a yellow and a brown. I wouldn't yeah, want Joy-Con. Yeah, exactly. But so the Diablo like, one was like had something on the back, had something on the dock, and on the Joy Cons. But that's a lot rarer than the sure. other versions that they've done. But hey, this is peak Pokemon, so True. we might get a full blown special edition. I mean, so. that's I bought my 3DS when X and Y came out. The only thing that sucked about that is like most systems that are system like are they're limited for a game that come with said game. Pokemon games never do. No, you have you to have buy to buy them separately. Yeah. So I bought like the 3DS, and I was like expecting a digital copy of Y. Nope. nope. So I had to buy it separately. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I've got a cool 3DS because of it. But once this one gets announced, and given on what it looks like, I don't, I don't want separate colored Joy Cons. Um, so that might be a deal breaker for me. But I will be buying a Switch for this game. Nice. Yeah. Um, What's so, your favorite starter? So I'm split between Scorbunny and uh, and the monkey guy, Grookey. Grookey. Uh, I don't like the uh, crying chameleon. I feel so bad for that one. Me too. <laughs> he just like they they described him as a timid, a timid like Pokemon, and I'm just like he just looks scared. I'm like, oh, he's so sad. <laughs> yeah. So the Japanese name for him is Meron, M E R R O N, and it's a combination of Mero Mero, which is like the onomatopoeia of someone sobbing, and chameleon. So he's the sobbing chameleon. <laughs> The poor little guy. Like, I'd want to pick... I'm not going to play this game because I don't really Pokemon, but I would want to pick him just because, like, he looks like he needs a friend. He's even got his, like, fingers, like, pushed together, like, um... Yeah, he turns invisible when he gets scared. Yeah. I don't know. He just see, like he just seems like he needs the love more than... Square Bunny seems like an asshole. I like his, like, uh, his, like, little boxer. He's got, like, a Band-Aid on his yeah. nose. Yeah, like, the Band-Aid nally. on his Um... <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm sure he's a fine, upstanding Pokemon, but he looks like he'd be an asshole. He's yeah. too energetic. I don't like Yeah, him. so that's why I'm probably going with Grookey. Or uh, yeah. Wait. The the green one. The oh, that's the one I was also Fighting monkey. Grass, uh, grass fighting monkey. Yeah. I, I like it because he's got, like, a, the Wait, grass stick. monkey? That, that funky, funky monkey? monkey? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be done. It did. Not like a first He's got, like, a stick. In the trailer, he's, like, banging the stick on the ground and stuff. Yeah, he's got a tiny hair. And because this is like British themed, I'm assuming he's gonna turn into some sort of like Bobby so, <laughs> as he evolves. So my thought And that's gonna be like his like his twirling baton. billy club baton. Yeah. Okay. So my thought is that these good are all gonna be sports themed because at one point we see somebody entering an arena in oh. with a like number on their jersey and everything like that. I mean I just assumed that was like a battling tournament. No, so I'm thinking these are all going to be like slightly European sportsy. So like Scorbunny is going to be a soccer player, he's got big feet and like the very kind of soccer looking whereas uh Grokey is going to be like cricket. So eventually that'll oh. be like a cricket bat. And then like maybe Crying chameleon guy could be like water polo or something like that. Oh, that's even sadder. <laughs> <laughs> the worst sport. <laughs> but that's like, I mean, that's just out of what, you know, 40 seconds of video we had. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like with that weird, the, he was entering a stadium with a jersey on, like, as a trainer. They don't do that for Pokemon battles. You enter a Pokemon battle as you. Like, you don't wear a number. Well, I mean, or a maybe that's just the gym leader. Everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. And, they, and every game always has like a, a offshoot sport thing, yeah. or not, not sport thing, but like the first ones had like the Savari Zone, where like it was a different way of playing in the Savari Zone, and then the other ones had like the Battle Tree and this and that and that. So that might just be their version of whatever that type thing is. What do you think the? Uh, um, oh, you tell me what you're going to choose first. I said the monkey. Oh, yeah. you did. Yeah, because um, I so, think he's going to turn into a Bobby. <laughs> so every um, Pokemon has like a new mechanic to it. Pretty much where like it 
started off and now you could have two Pokemon fighting side by side and then you had the ones that the wild Pokemon could call and help. What do you think is going to be like the new addition to battling in this one? Ah, oh, man, I didn't even thought I didn't even think of anything like that. Yeah, because every like new generation has a new thing that's like, like a new mechanic, a new that mechanic they add to the that's battle added system. To it. So that's why I was thinking maybe the sports thing would be the like addition. Whereas like remember we had the Pokemon Patchets was one of them at one point. Mm-hmm. This one's going to be like that, but it's going to be like a sports mini game. Yeah, like some sort of soccer or foot football, Fo- foot football fun. or. I mean, rugby, cricket, it could be a lot of those that aren't really American sports, I guess. Mm. More European sports. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's like Sword and Shield, it definitely is like calling heavily on the the European influence to the mm-hmm. design of this game. Yeah. I, I'm assuming there are going to be a lot of that stuff. I saw people saying like there's probably going to be a lot of like steel-based new Pokemon to the game that are going to be like uh, knights and like focusing on like armor yeah. In, in that general design. Is there going to be one that's a descendant of the same metal that the Pokemon version of King Arthur's sword was crafted with or something? I, there's already a, the, a sword Pokemon. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Are you going to uh, get sword or shield? Both. I'll get, I'm getting both. Yeah. I buy both all, all the time. I, I Usually I pick the... one that I play first and then I play the second one afterwards just because I want to try and get all of the exclusives in it. Yeah. Um, that is actually interesting because usually the thing the the legendary is based off of whatever the name is of the like the naming convention for the yeah. game. So like Sun and Moon, there was Solgaleo and Solaris, right. or whatever the hell that one. So yeah. it was like the the Sun Lion and the Moon Bat. Yeah, and then so I bet you there will be like a shield. Pokemon? The legendary thing is going to be like Excalibur, yeah. like an Excalibur Pokemon from Soul Eater. It's going to be annoying and obnoxious the whole time. I've never seen Soul Eater. Oh. Excalibur's in Soul Eater, but he like. He's an annoying dude with, like, a top hat. and Yeah, he's super annoying. I thought it was weird that, like, the cover people on it weren't legendary Pokemon. They were, like, people with swords and shields. Well, I mean, that's also preemptive. Like They're probably waiting to announce what the legendaries are. Yeah, they don't want to announce anything other than the main three. That's my guess, but... Yeah, certainly possible. Yeah, I I usually buy mine based on whatever's the least popular one. Like, everyone bought... uh, When, like, Diamond and Pearl came out, everyone bought Diamond, so I bought Pearl just because I knew that, like... People are going to want to trade that stuff, so I would have at least some, like, trade fodder online. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. And I'll be interested, because like I said, I, I think that there's going to be, like, a lot of steel-based and, like, metal-based stuff. Um, the I wonder if this is going to be the, because uh, Meltan, the, the, like, exclusive Pokemon Go Pokemon. Golden yeah. Nut. Uh, that's not in anything other than that. So I'm like interested to see if it's going to be, or I think it's also in Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah, Let's, you can let's only go get go. it through Let's Go. You can't get it in regular Go. You have to get an item. And from there's let's no way go. to send it to the regular games. Like you can't add it to Sun and Moon. No, also. you have to use your Pokemon Go to get a like box in Let's Go, and that's the only way to get it in either game. Yeah, but so you have to have transfer it into the new game. That's what I'm, right. I'm wondering if that's going to be like you can't in whatever the next game one. is. Yeah, no, I'm sure the fact that they're both on the Switch means that there's going to have to be a way for you to trade them. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how they're going to make that work with the like transferring from the 3DS games, if at, if at all. I'm wondering if they'll put out an app that's in both. There is, a, like... there is an app for the, the 3DS that's yeah. called Pokemon, Pokemon Bank. Bob. Yeah, I'm sure they'll just put a Pokemon Bank on the Switch. And then you can just like tie your account to it and yep. just put everything in the Pokemon Bank and then mm-hmm. transfer it into that one. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would think. I mean, that'd be the easiest way to do it. 
where you wouldn't have to like have a bunch of like weird wires or do anything. Like you wouldn't have to buy anything additional. It would just be this free app on the yeah, like like a little dongle that has like a 3ds uh, that you could like slide in, like the game into it. I mean, that would be cool because that would essentially make it a 3ds player. But that's I never mean, gonna happen. Not yeah. for not just for Pokemon. No. No, it would have to work with everything. Yeah. I mean, and if it didn't out of the box, the internet would make it happen real quick. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that'd be a cool addition, I guess. No, I would assume it's just an app yeah. on the Switch. Add it to the cloud. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah it, it looks pretty cool. Like I said, I'm not going to get it, but I'm excited for the Pokemon people because it does look like a worthwhile mainline. We'll get you someday. I mean, as, I, it, as it gets closer, we'll talk you into it. To that now. Like, I've, I've tried Pokemon games before. Like, I when they re-released Red and Blue on the like the eShop, I bought, I bought it and tried it and just, I don't know, I couldn't get into it. Oh, that's because you're playing the fucking 24-year-old ones, not the newer ones. I know. Maybe but if you played, like, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, you might like it more. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I'll just borrow one of yours when you're not playing it. Yeah, the, the other both. one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that wasn't the only Pokemon thing this week. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Detective Pikachu with even more weird looking Pokemon. What did you guys think of the Detective Pikachu trailer number two? I actually watched it. I broke my no trailer rule for some reason. It was like on, I was like watching stuff on YouTube and I was like, you should watch this. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a new trailer. Sure, I'll give it a shot. And there's something in it like that like this is the reason i don't watch trailers where i was like oh shit i wish i like had seen that in the movie theater instead of like having it spoiled for me in the trailer was it mr mime doing mime things that's exactly what it was (laughs) um he's getting away oh my god he crashed his bike (laughs) (laughs) jump out in front of him this is why you should have worn a helmet (laughs) yeah this version of pokemon i can 100 get behind this movie looks awesome (laughs) i'm so amped for this it looks great yeah but there's just too much being shown like I, I I would rather see teasers, I guess, than trailers, because mm. uh, I think that trailers give away a lot of stuff. But yeah, it looks cool. There, looks I mean, you don't probably didn't notice and or care because yeah. you don't know anything about it. But there yeah. is a big reveal in this trailer that's like, oh no, I yeah, I, I get that part. That's like, oh, like it would have been great to see that in the in movie. the movie theater. Yeah, like I yeah. was I was liking those kind of things to the double lightsaber uh, for Darth Maul. Like, imagine if you'd seen that and you'd not been, like, in the trailer and, like, all over merchandise and stuff like that. And the first time you saw it was in the movie theater. You'd be like, oh, shit, he's got a double-ended lightsaber. We've never seen a, a different kind of lightsaber before now. Yeah. But no, it was, I mean, I like, was very like much... 12, so I don't really remember whether or not it... And the internet was different back then, where I don't know if I would have necessarily seen that trailer if it wasn't... But it was on TV and, like, yeah. before every other movie, because it was Star Wars, yeah. and, like, there was toys for it and stuff, so... No, uh, I know I know the part you're talking about, so I guess spoilers, so we can all be on the same page, and I'll give you a second to skip ahead 30 seconds or so, but you're talking about Mewtwo, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, well, the second he burst through... I was like, I think I know like, what you're talking about, because that seemed really cool, and he looked awesome. He did, and that's yeah. why I was like, this could be sweet if I saw it in theaters, but the second I saw it, I was like, that's awesome! Uh, I well, wish I had seen it in the movie as a surprise. Right. Well, but that's the thing. You don't necessarily know how the movie's going to play out. They could say that Mewtwo's the big bad in the first, like, ten minutes. But, like, right afterwards... Or, like, he's broken out of Pokemon prison or something. Like, you you don't know like what the framing device around him in the movie is. So that's why, like, I didn't really care that that was a big thing. Because I was like, oh, they'll probably... They'll probably be chasing him the whole movie, and I guess it would be cool to see the big reveal, but it also could be the last ten minutes of the movie. I mean, I nothing the that they show that. in the movie would indicate him being part of it. Like, right. It's supposed to just be like, oh, we're trying to find my dad. Well, and then, like, it also cut right to Pikachu being like, well, that's a game changer. And I was just like, oh, okay. So, like, somehow this changes the plot, and mm-hmm. it would have been cool to see this 
I mean, you know that shit gets crazy intense because even in the other trailers, it showed like the world like Inception style, like yeah. folding in on itself, or like the ground is like rising up. So clearly, some big thing happens at some point. Or it's a psychic Pokemon just making you think that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna see it. I'm I'm mad. I watched. I'm mad at myself for watching the trailer. I, tra- trailers exist for a reason. They're just not for me. Hmm. They do look cool though. But they it did look, look cool. awesome. Yeah. There are some terrifying Pokemon that they showed in mm-hmm. this one. I know. I'm all about like it. the the I'm so excited. The Apom like screaming at him. Oh, oh, is that just, the, the thing behind the bar? The weird little monkey thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like he's screaming at him. It was like, Jesus Christ, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it, it all looks great. I know there are people that don't like the look of like the live action Pokemon, but I think they nailed it. Charizard yeah. looks super cool. Charizard yeah. looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you gotta make them look somewhat realistic. Yeah. So, like, they can't just look like cartoons in the world, I yeah. guess. You gotta give scales and feathers yeah, and, and hair. leaves and hair and all that stuff that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm my brother was that. saying he can't wait. He can't can't wait to see Jinx in it. I was like, dude, that's not that's not happening. Because Jinx originally was just a black faced Pokemon. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, you could. You could update it enough where it well, still I mean, they maintains. Updated, they updated it in the game to make her purple. Yeah, instead it, of black. It's purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can do stuff where it, it doesn't. It's not as outwardly ugh, cringeworthy, yeah. but you know. Either way. Uh, did you guys also see that they put out a CG? They're remaking the first Pokemon movie in CG. Oh, so that's, that's the, the one I saw. was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Because he, he asked me what I thought about the new Pokemon trailer. And I was thinking he was talking about that one. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like it because it just looks too CG. Yeah. So what is it? Pokemon Movie 2000? But it's Pokemon Movie 2019? No. Pokemon Movie 2000 is was the, the second th- one. Was it? I think it was the third one. Yeah. It was like Pokemon first movie. Oh, that's right. It was called First Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It also has Mewtwo in it. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they just remade it in CG, and it, it does look weird. Yeah, I don't like. Weird. I don't like that. I don't know why anybody wants that. Yeah, I don't, it just seems like a weird like cash grab. But I mean, I guess because Pokemon's as big as it's been in a while now with you know, new games, a movie, new game on Switch. Out. Yeah, you know the the new Pokemon live Go. action movie. Yeah, Pokemon Go. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess the time is right for it, but still. Still weird. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look right. No. Um, then they also. I think they announced more pop figures and stuff. So it's a big, big oh, Pokemon. More. Week. I know that there was the Pikachu and the Bulbasaur. the Bulbasaur. I didn't know they announced more. Oh, maybe they did. Maybe I just saw rumors that more. I mean, I don't pay too much attention to pop. Yeah. Figures. So. And that's one of the ones where like Skip was like, "Are you going to buy the Pokemon pop figures when they come out?" I was like, "I am not investing in that." <laughs> no, because you know, because there is minimum there is nine hundred there is nine hundred Pokemon out right now. Well, yeah. Also, the first one that came out is going to be impossible to find anyway. Oh yeah, the Pikachu one that was like a Target exclusive that no one got. Well, then they have the giant Pikachu one. That one is a worthwhile one to get, I think, because it's, it's like life size. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, tons of Pokemon news this week. Uh, but lightning rounds not the only news for Switch. Is there was also the confirmation of a bunch of Resident Evil games coming to Switch. Joe, are you excited about that? Uh, no. <laughs> but only because you have them all already three times over. And also, they're like charging a ton of money for them. Okay, give us the breakdown. What are we getting I, and how much? I think they're like forty bucks a piece, which is like ridiculous. No. Two of them, at the very least, should be bundled together for forty dollars. Oh, so I think that might be it. it. Uh, it's a Resident Evil remake, Resident Evil Zero, and Resident Evil Four are coming for it. Mm-hmm. And they're all the like. My God, how many times are they going to release Resident Evil Four on everything that can play it? Yeah, I mean it's widely considered the best one, right? I know, but it's on everything. Like you can't 
not play that game. Like, there's no reason for you to be unable to play that game. Well, now. if you only have a Switch, now now it's impossible for you to right, be right. able to play it. Yeah, now it's even harder. Yeah, it's the Skyrim of, like... Exactly, yeah. You know, Sooner or later, it's on your calculator. It. Yeah, can't wait. It's going to be so great to see those zombies pop up. And They're $30 each. Okay. That's still not... I mean, terrible. for things that have been released on a bunch of stuff. At the very least, it is the, like, HD up-res versions. It's not like They've a, also been on Xbox 360, Xbox One, PS4. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I'm not saying Again, these are new by any stretch. Else. But it, yeah. if they're going to charge $30, at least it's that version and not the PS2 version or the... True, well, but and also, given this is the Game only console Cube. you have, my coworker loves Resident Evil. He's only got a Switch. Yeah, perfect. So this is great for him because he was just saying the other day he wants to play, like, the Revelations games. And I was like, well, both of them are on the Switch now, like, in a collection and now you can play zero and one and four yeah and that's yeah that's each one so resident evil is thirty dollars Resident Evil zero is thirty dollars resident evil four is thirty dollars mm, yeah, so it's ninety dollars to get all three of them and there's no bad, and there's no bundle deal yeah that's weird I've, i would have a, a bundle for like buy all three and it's 75 like all right that's a or that's i mean like they really at this point that they should be like 20 bucks a piece and a bundle is 50 Probably would have made more sense. I mean, even a bundle of sixty would still not be bad. Yeah, three, three I mean, games even then, for sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. but three games for ninety bucks for those games no. sounds like a tad bit of a. Because I think when four came out on the Xbox three sixty, it was still fifteen. Yeah. So, but was that the HD remaster, mm-hmm. or was that yeah. just the regular game? No, no it, was it was like, like the, the remake, HD yeah. remake. Oh, okay, yeah, upscale or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, so it just it seems like a lot of money. I mean, I might I might still buy You're four gonna buy them, at yeah. least. I don't think I'm going to buy all of them. Well, you just can wait till just there's a sale. W- you just wait six months, and yeah. it'll be yeah, twenty bucks. But and then that'll be the price point where you want to spend but, on them. Yeah, those are fucking expensive. Well, especially the physical versions are probably more expensive because there's like the quote unquote Nintendo tax of like the cartridge, like the cartridges right, you have are to expensive. License the and, cartridge. Yeah technology and, yeah and so that always ups the price a little bit that's true i didn't think about that yeah, but discs are different yeah so maybe in you know six months after it comes out you'll see a digital sale for some resident evil anniversary or for halloween of 2020 they'll be on sale for actually they're bucks. all digital yeah. oh they are all digital never yeah. mind that goes my thought tried to give them an out they didn't want to take it <laughs> so you said you'll, you'll probably buy oh, wait, four. okay so uh zero and Resident Evil Remake are going to get physical releases. Resident Evil 4 is uh, is only going to be digital. Okay. So and then in, and then in Europe, them. they're only digital. There's gotcha. no physical release in Europe. Gotcha. Okay. So you said, but you said you're probably just buy four, if anything. I mean, I have it on a million systems. <laughs> GameCube, PS2. But are any of them portable? Uh, no. No, but you're not going to play that game portably. Yeah. Would you play it at like at work, like walking through the halls with playing this scary horror game? Would you do it? Uh, I mean, I do work in a creepy old school. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but Resident Evil Four is like in like Spain and like churches and not schools. Yeah, it's not like a creepy. A, mansion a lot of it's outside. This one. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems expensive to me, mm. considering that you can buy them cheaper on like every other system. Fair. Uh, all right, uh, lightning round. We talked last week about the possibility of Games Pass coming to the Switch, uh, and Phil Spencer wants us to know that he thinks that's a great idea. It's such a great idea. He wants to put it on more than just a Switch. Uh, Spencer came out and said that uh, essentially he wants to put the Xbox Game Pass on any device that anyone wants to play it on. I mean, yeah. Duh? <laughs> yeah, of course. Does he want money? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I would assume. So that's the answer would be is. yes. Yeah. 
it is funny that like he he even has to say it. Right. That's like, that's newsworthy. I mean, it it's weird in the sense that like we haven't seen stuff like this before. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and you well, made the point earlier of like Sony's not saying we want to put PlayStation now on the Switch or on the Xbox or on your phone or whatever, or on your laptops or tablets or everything. It's on PC. You yeah, can do PlayStation on now on PC, yeah, and because you can plug your PS4 controller into the PC and they like sell a PlayStation Now kit that's like a year of PlayStation Now and a, you know, uh, know Dual Shock Four with a USB adapter for your computer. Uh, but I mean, it. It makes the most sense. I can't imagine anybody being like, no, I don't, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I, I don't want money. No. I don't want people to buy my stuff. Yeah, because they probably saw, I mean, the, if the rumors are true, they must have seen an outpouring of support. I mean, we're all for Games Pass on Switch, right? Yeah. 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 So, but then it turns into, like, are they shooting themselves in the foot by removing themselves from the console game at that point? No, Maybe. Because cons- they have a new console coming out. Yeah, but consoles yeah, but are how always... many, like, at that point, you don't know how many games are... Uh, I mean, how many people would buy a console when they're like, oh, I didn't buy a console. I just play all the games on my PlayStation Nobody's 4. Nobody's buying a console to play Game Pass. Let's just be real. Yeah, but every Xbox exclusive game will be coming to Game Pass. Yeah, so they are. In in essence, they are buying. Like you, up until now, you if you wanted to play whatever Halo is coming up, you had to buy an Xbox essentially or the uh, online, yeah, uh, the PC. Yeah, now but I don't like have now, to. if you're sitting there going like, "Well, I don't need to buy an Xbox. I can just play Halo Infinite on the Switch, or I can play Halo Infinite on the PS4, or Halo Infinite on my then they're they're getting your ten dollars a month, which is like almost pure profit as opposed to getting. I mean. The Xbox One was sold at a loss to begin with. Yeah, so. most consoles are sold at a loss to begin with, and they're never the driving money-making force. It's always first-party games, accessories, all the stuff that you sell that doesn't so, take yeah. millions and millions of dollars of R&D and you know licensing chipsets and all these other things. It's just pure, they're, mostly profit. They're kind of cutting out their own middleman in this situation. Kind of. And also, like, with these things that auto-renew, like, they're also banking on the fact that a lot of these people just never renew their subscriptions. And, and they then never cancel. And they get just... their $10 a yep. month for a year without knowing, and then they don't miss the money, as opposed to sinking that $10 into a console, which they know they'll own, and will have to put it all down at once. Yeah, because the people that buy the Games Pass and never use it aren't taxing the servers, so they don't have to worry about, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Pure it's just profit. It's just money. It's free money. Yeah. So it I mean, makes sense. But I mean, at that point, why not do, like pull a Sega? I mean, they could have just done that and just become like Microsoft Studios game production, put stuff out on everything. I mean, that that I might be where we very go much very soon. Mm-hmm. If this next console doesn't do well, that's probably what... If this Games Pass succeeds on all the other systems and the Xbox, whatever the hell it's going to be called, doesn't, then they're going to know, okay, we don't need... We can just keep having these first-party studios make these things for this service and people will buy the service, you know, and, hand over fist. And, and then, and then you can pave the way for the, the mad box. No, <laughs> I'm no. going to keep breaking it Nothing's up. Nothing's paving the way for the mad box. I'm sorry. It's I'll bring not. it up until I die. I know you will. And I'm going to shoot it down every time. <laughs> Nothing's paving the way for the mad box. You're going to go mad hoping for the mad box. I'm not even hoping for it. I just like to bring it up. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I think it'll come out. I don't even think it's going to come <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I don't think it's going to come out. What if it, it comes does. out, John, you're buying. Like you, <laughs> I have to. I'm their sole spokesperson. I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're homeless and destitute and both of your legs got cut off. Yep. Like, I don't care what dire straits you're in. The second that gets released, I gotta you better buy be that one. first person in line. Yeah, yeah. I'm their only spokesperson. That's right. 
Other than their random tweets they keep putting out. That's right. They're giving them nothing but free airtime. Well, I mean, to put it to what you guys were saying, looking at this here, it says here, uh, Xbox hardware sales have dipped 19% uh, compared to the last holiday quarter. Uh, well, it's the end of a generation. Xbox. So, uh, so even though that the hardware has been dropping, the uh, software and service sales have risen 32% over the year. So... Console sales are dropping, but software sales are rising. So people are more interested in buying the games and stuff and the services than because they, are they already the have a console. Because it's the end of the console generation. Yeah, like I wouldn't buy an Xbox One the second I found out that there's a new one coming out. Like that's just shooting yourself in the foot. You say that, but people bought the Xbox One S when they knew the X was right around the corner. Like it's. I mean, it depends on the type of person. Yeah, I, I obviously am somebody who's on a gaming podcast, so that's not something I would do. But, yeah, it does make sense. People aren't going to buy something at the end of their life, generally. No. I mean, but it, that's also when it's most affordable. So, it's really the, the you know. Yeah. Most people have them already that want them, but also people that wanted them can now afford them, potentially. So sure. It, you never really know what's causing the dip, or if it is just everyone who wants one has one, or right. if it's still too expensive, or yeah. whatever it is. But, I mean, it can ebb and flow, and you can have, like, the PlayStation 3 at the end of its life cycle did so well that it ended up overtaking the 360 in terms of overall sales. So, like, they rose on the end because it was now more affordable and it had more great games that had come out for it. Yeah, and they put out a million different versions of it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, if Xbox Games Pass comes to everything, awesome. Like, the second it comes to Switch, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to see if it's worthwhile if I can play those games. Because I'm not going to buy an Xbox because they haven't shown me that they have games that I want. But, you know, that I want to pay the $500 to buy the system and then go buy the games. Yeah. They have games that I would certainly pay $10 a month to try. It's like, absolutely. Yeah. but Or $2 a month if you need yeah, to for whatever sale. Like, I'm sure the second it comes to, to Switch, there's going to be a free, instead of 14 days, it's a month. Yeah. For you, where you get it for free. Well, it's already, to... it's already a month for free, so. Oh, really? I thought it was only like two weeks or something. No, because I paid $2 for the first month and I got a second month for free. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sure, there'll be some crazy deal when it comes out, so I'm more than happy to try yeah. it. And if it succeeds, then why not bring it to everything? I, You've proven I, it works. It's not going to hurt. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Xbox games lightning round, we got the games with gold for March. Uh, the first of which is already up because it's already past the first. Uh, yes, so uh, the games of gold for this month uh, is, uh, for Xbox One, it is Adventure Time Pirates of the Enchiridion, and for the Xbox 360, it is Star Wars uh, Republic Commando. It's a good game. Uh, for the Xbox One, actually. The original Xbox. Yeah, yeah. OG Xbox. OG Xbox. Um, so I like how they're actually doing that now, where every month you get like an original Xbox game. Um, and then especially because uh, a lot of times, isn't it a game that wasn't backwards compatible until it was? Yeah, the, right. These become this. this it yeah, it became backwards compatible, and you get with the free. announcement of this, and you get a free one. Yeah. So people that like, even though you're getting it free, people that had a physical copy of it yeah. can at least still play theirs. Um, and so those are for the first of the month. Uh, and then on the 16th, it's going to be for the Xbox One, uh, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. Yay. And Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Mm, okay. I, the, I fucking love the Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. That's the Raiden one? Or that's Raiden the, yeah, that's the right? Devil May Cry style, yeah, yeah. like, one where you play as Raiden. You can yep. slice people in as many increments as you want. Yeah, sick. Cue people up into a lot of stuff. That nice. game was great. I didn't ever beat it. I just played like the first couple hours and then now's your chance. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I now mean, I can play Plants vs. Zombies, which I was always uh, lauding last episode, saying they were right. great. Just in time for the announcement, probably, of Modern, uh, Garden Warfare 3. Garden Warfare yeah. 3. Sweet. I, I mean, love that game. That game's so much fun. I don't really care about Adventure Time enough to care about no, this Adventure I. Time game coming no. out. <laughs> also, but, I had a friend who liked Adventure Time was super excited when this one came out. He played it, and he was like, yeah, it's not good. No, a lot of those like Cartoon Network-type licensed games never end up being very good. No. So, um, but we also got, speaking of free games, quick pivot, PlayStation Plus also got announced for this month, and this month is special in that it is only two games, as this is the first month. Post, post, uh, Vita, post PlayStation 3. 3. But they made up for it by announcing at least one game, which was pretty big. They did? Hmm? Yeah. Of the two games. What were the games, Joe? Uh, it's, uh, Modern Warfare Remastered in The Witness. I think Modern Warfare Remastered is a pretty big game. Mm, it's just a remaster of a game that we've already played, though. Yeah, but it's a Call of Duty game. It's a free Call of Duty game that is probably one of the best Call of Duty games. And now that online is I mean, going it, to be available to everybody again? Yeah, like, that's I mean, a pretty if it's big somebody deal. who hasn't bought it because originally you could only buy it, like, if you bought advanced warfare yeah and it still cost more it was like an 80 dollar bundle with yeah. advanced warfare eventually they sold it as a like on its own for 40 bucks which is still kind of too expensive or at yeah. least for me who you know i played that game a bunch back in the day but i'm not gonna play 40 dollars on the off chance it's popular again like this will make that game popular again a lot of people will jump into it i think i saw a chart that showed like the player bases of all the call of duty games and then it showed like when black ops 3 went free to play and became a PlayStation Plus game, I think, last year at E3, where they just gave it out for free. And, like, it tripled the bar of, like, how many people had been playing at a certain time. So, like, if that happens with Modern Warfare 1, like, everyone jumps back into that game again, I think that'll be, that could be pretty fun. I'd be excited to go back to play that game. Now I can pull my hair out a second time trying to get the Mile High Club trophy. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the, yeah, and then the other one was the witness. Um, I which never played it. It's a Jonathan Blow, uh, the guy that made Braid. Yeah. Um, I it was a free game on the Xbox uh, Games with Gold a couple months back. Oh yeah, I watched you play it. And it didn't, it's 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 just a like a maze puzzle game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, like an open simulator. world. It's a walking. No, but simulator. it's not a walking simulator. It's a like open world puzzle game that mm-hmm. you have to like look at the stuff and they somehow interact and like tell you how to solve the puzzle that's in front of you that opens other sites yeah. like, but like all of the puzzles are just a variation of the exact same puzzle yeah. which is just like a grid based like maze type thing and it just got so boring so fast kind of essentially there are variations but it's still the same puzzle over and over and over again yeah. that you're just like oh my right. god there's no narrative that's yeah. why I didn't buy it. There's no out. music or anything, wasn't there? I think it's just it's all ambient noise. Yeah. yeah, it just got so fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just like, in uh, Jonathan Blow is one of those guys who's like, you. Um, I remember when Braid came out, he was mad that Braid was ex- as successful as it was because he said like. Now his masterpiece is like fed to the masses or something. No, it was. He's Shut like up. the fact that people <laughs> the fact that people enjoy it proves that he didn't do a good job on the game because he wanted people not to like it because he wanted to be like it's above you. You're like you're too stupid to understand my genius kind uh, of thing. Yeah, he's not. He's not the greatest. Yeah, person. he's a super arrogant dude. Oh, that sounds like the worst. Yeah. Um. So I I imagine it was probably him the same thing where he's like I'm just gonna make this so dull that like. 
people won't understand why it's so genius or yeah, something. Maybe you can tout about it. Oh, you didn't finish it? It's probably because you didn't understand Oh, it's because you're too dumb. Yeah, maybe you're just too stupid to have fun with it. Yeah. I'll play it and I'll let you guys know since I'm a... a I mean, I did genius. play it. I didn't beat it, though. Yeah, no, so Let's see how far you get into it. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't beat it because it got too hard. It just I didn't beat it because I was like, I, I get it. I get it. Do you, though? <laughs> Idiot? I don't think you Maybe do. I don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe I didn't Maybe it. you don't. Yeah. yeah. That's maybe what I'm saying. I'll play himself. it. I'll let you know whether or not it's actually bad. All right. So next week you're going to come in and be like, oh, God, it was just so genius. So that's your homework. Joe's got to finish Mother 3 and you've got to finish uh, The Witness. No, I never agreed to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're agreeing to it right now. I didn't know. The tape says I do not agree to that because I probably will not. We're recording on tape? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. It's a reel to reel. You didn't know? Yeah. What year is it? It's a, it's a track. Yeah, you got to get that good, that special quality. Yeah, exactly. Film green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, takes hours to edit. I got why cut, uh, tape the whole thing. That's why records are better. That's right. That's not why records. Yeah, are better. A record player in the room too. It's all yeah. analog up in here. None of this is digital. I mean, yeah. I put it on the internet, and that's digital. But even then, it's still analog. Transcoding. Exactly. Uh, lightning round. Uh, Modern Warfare One remaster was not the only Modern Warfare remastered in the news this week. Tell us why, Joe. Uh, according to the Peggy Ratings Board, uh, Modern Warfare 2 Remaster for PS4 is coming. Now, this is a leak. It's nothing confirmed. It's just that Peggy had done a rating for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, everyone was kind of expecting that it was going to be added to... Or not added, but like... Because I said, yeah, it was like Advanced Warfare was the other one. And then... World War Two was the next one. So everyone was like, is it going to be added to World War Two? wasn't added to World War II. Was, was it going to be added to Black Ops 4? wasn't added to Black Ops 4. People were kind of expecting there to be the remaster of these ones to be like the bonus kind yeah. of thing going forward. At well, least. it wouldn't be added to Black Ops 4 because that's a Treyarch game. It, true. it would only be added to the Infinity War games. Yeah. That's which, true. Which just, well, no, I mean, it's a... It's an Activision can put it out with whatever. They could bundle it with whatever game they want to. But I would assume like the game is already their made. own Infinity yeah. War games yeah. as opposed to putting it out with like a different developer. Which well, leads me to ask the question, how bad is Call of Duty 2019 shaping up to be if they're going to have to bundle this with it? I mean, to go in what he said, Infinite Warfare was the last Infinity War game. Yeah. And then it was Treyarch and Sledgehammer. Yep. Or Sledgehammer and then Treyarch. Yeah. Well, Sledgehammer's gone now. Yeah. So the next one is going to be an Infinity War game. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why they're including this one with it um i mean the thought was was, this was the best one in the franchise so i imagine that this will actually help push that uh sales wise in terms of people i'm sure they're going to do the exact same thing where you're only going to be able to get it if you buy it with whatever uh call of duty next is going to be next warfare Yeah, I mean, are they going to... Further gonna, warfare. Yeah. I mean, they they went, like, to the future, and then they went to the far-off future. Is this next one going to be even space more future? Wa- are they going to go back to modern times? Is it going to be something else? Yeah, my thoughts with John, that this is some space kind of warfare. weird space warfare. Well, ghost that's, what the last, that's what the last one was. No, you just went to space. I think this one will be like... No, the last one was, like, all space. You're like, Yeah, you're like the captain of a battleship, like a space cruiser battleship and stuff. It was all space. I gave up after Ghosts. Where I'm wondering you, if where this you one's shot like... Mexicans in space because they were going to bomb the moon or something like that. No, they were dropping kinetic bombs. But it's still Mexico, wasn't it? Yeah, Mexico yeah. was the bad guy in that one. <laughs> Got to build, build that wall. Yeah. The game had the, 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 the Save game had the They're going to shoot shit from space. Save the moon, build the wall. The game <laughs> had the, the, in that game, this was and this was years ago. That game, Mexico built the wall. <laughs> it's true. They they bombed America. That's and where we got the idea from. Yeah, then they game. dropped giant steel pillars from space onto America. 
That's what Space Force is for. Oh guys. my god, that, that game was bad. Call of Duty Space Force 2019. I liked Ghost. Market. I thought Ghost was good. There's a whole scene in like where you're floating in space shooting guns. Like that's not how you, you have to have combustion to shoot guns, and it wouldn't work in a zero. They atmosphere. have guns that work underwater. It's true. Yeah, but that's underwater. There's still like oxygen in in water. Guns can only fire in oxygen. Is that is that your stance? The guns can't shoot in a vacuum. Like there's it has if, to be combustion. If the, if the combustion happens inside the like inside of a uh, contained thing inside the gun, but it didn't. They these were the guns that they used that like on ground. They were like M4s and stuff. I don't think that was true. I think they were space guns. They were. <laughs> they, yes, they were space guns. No, I don't. Think go back right. and play they the space, space sections. I will go back and play the space section, but I'm pretty sure they were separate guns for the. They had like spa- special guns. space guns. They weren't. Call of Duty. Space you weren't guns, just running around with an M19 pistol. <laughs> like they were definitely like Colts boom and space. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they just were space brand Colts. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they it's were. It's just though. a regular M16, but it's in some kind of like air bubble, like a like a, a a bell, a vacuum bell. Yeah, so it just looked like they have their own helmet, like an astronaut would have, but it's just around the gun. That's exactly how the guns work. Yeah, I think that's how they worked in like Buck Rogers and shit, where it was like all kinds of just air chambers, so that way they could fire their their laser guns back in old timey space well, stuff. Lasers are different than I know, but that's bullets. what they looked like. Is what I'm saying. Oh. So yeah, I'm down for whatever game you guys just crafted in the Call of Duty franchise. I don't want it. I'm totally down for it. It's called Ghosts, apparently, because they use space guns, according to Joe. Space guns. Yeah, no, it, it, it leads me to believe if they're going to pair this with the next Call of Duty that I'm not having high hopes for the next Call of Duty. No. I mean, no one had high hopes for Advanced Warfare. And it, or and in, Infinite Warfare was and the was, last one. And it was bad. Yeah. So, And that's why they had to bundle in the game to, yeah. to trick people into buying it. So the fact that we're hearing about the potential bundle-in item before we're hearing about the actual game does not... I mean, is it potentially also else? just that, like John said, Infinity Ward is like, we're going to bundle a remaster of our games with our games when they come out. So every three years, whenever the Infinity Ward one comes out, next three years or two years or whatever it is when the next Infinity Ward comes out, we'll get the Modern Warfare 3 remaster. I mean, I guess that could be their reasoning. I don't see why you'd want to do that, though. Like, if your game, if you know this they should, game, yeah, you they should totally really just on. put it out. Yeah. As a separate entity. Yeah, because you if the game is one of the best ones, people will buy it. Mm-hmm. If you bundle it with this other game, you don't, automatically yeah. I'm going to think I the mean, game how is many worse. games do you put out? That are just remasters. I mean, the Spyro remaster trilogy and stuff. It's not like they had to bundle that in with a new Spyro game in order to trick people into buying it. No. People just want to play Modern Warfare 2 remastered because it's the best game in the series. Yeah. They could easily just put it out and sell it. Yeah. They'd be better off bundling Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3 and selling it for, you know, $60 or whatever than they would be to bundle it this other way. So it just doesn't give me high hopes for Call of Duty 2019. Mm. Even though the single player is back and it'll be more traditional, but it doesn't look good. When we hear this, if they announce it separate, I'll remove all judgment on the next Call of Duty. But right now, the rumor stands that it's going to be bundled, so I don't like that. Oh, I actually one more thing. Uh, it was listed as Modern Warfare Two Campaign Remaster, so it's not even going to have the multiplayer. Well, that was something that we had. I remember us hearing a rumor about months ago. I thought was that there was a Modern Warfare Two Remaster in the works, but it was only the campaign, not the online. For some reason, I thought that was a thing that we had heard back in the day, but... Uh, I don't remember that. I and mean, Maybe it'll just be like, there'll be two different sections. It'll be like the campaign and the single player as two yeah. different things. Kind of like how Crackdown's campaign and uh, multiplayer were two separate games, essentially. 
so maybe it, w- it will still be coming with a multiplayer. The last the Modern Warfare One remaster came with a multiplayer, yeah, and with, with remasters of like all the maps from that as well. So what maybe this could be is maybe they, this is their test to see if they can sell Call of Duty separate as a campaign in a multiplayer, well, where yeah. you maybe sell Modern Warfare Two campaign. It's twenty dollars. Modern Warfare twenty dollars, twenty dollars, or yeah. thirty and thirty, or whatever you want to do. Yeah, and, and then whatever the the new Call of Duty game is going to be sold like campaign mm-hmm. zombies multiplayer. Yeah. So maybe the new Black uh, Black uh, Blackout. Blackout. Yeah, if they do another Blackout thing. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this is the the test case for whether or not that can work as a viable option. Granted, it's not a one to one comparison because it's an old game, not a new game, but if people are willing to just buy the campaign or they're just willing to buy the multiplayer and you get more people buying just the multiplayer than you bought, than you had people buying the regular game, well, then that could that could lead you down a road of future Call of Duty releases. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were doing that either. Uh, lightning round. We got confirmation this week uh, that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the new game from respawn that is coming that we still have not heard anything about other than that weird front row interview at e3 uh confirmed that they are showing it off at star wars celebration uh which is april the 13th they have a panel to unveil this uh this game are you guys excited to finally find out about star wars jedi fallen order uh i read something that the like writer had confirmed that he just finished writing on it but i don't remember who it was it's not a good sign if the game's supposed to come out in 2019 he just finished writing it well he said like just wrapped on like jedi fallen order Hmm. Uh, Chris Avalon Avelli Avaloni Avaloni uh, RPG writer Chris Avaloni has wrapped his portion of work on upcoming Jedi Fallen Order for Respawn Entertainment uh, yeah, I guess he could have been writing like DLC or future stuff and like maybe the main game was set a long time ago or maybe it was um, like rewrites yeah you know to get stuff better to fit into the actual like game mm-hmm. yeah uh, but yeah, it is funny that we're a month away from the reveal, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, now I'm done just writing." writing. It. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that doesn't sound good. This whole game, <sighs> I know. I want to love it. Like, I want this to come out and be amazing, and I want this to be a Star Wars game of everyone's dreams. It feels like a disaster in the making. It does because everything is just so wrong with it right, right? now. <laughs> and, uh, granted, there's only been like two things. There's been the weird reveal. And now, like this, hey, I just finished writing the game, and that's basically well, the only. I mean, piece also of news them being like, we haven't shown anything about it, and it's coming out in like a few months. Yeah, it's coming out this fall. Is like, and they reconfirmed that again in talking about it. Like the, the panel will introduce the the game slated for fall of 2019, and you get to see all of the story and the trailer and the characters and the voice cast and all this other stuff that's going to be at this panel yeah i'm just something feels very off about this and i don't know what it's going to be i need them to rip the band-aid off yeah where i am on this Uh, well i mean it was april 13th we're gonna finally get a reveal of it yep so Uh, just a little over a month away i I like it part of me is thinking like it's gonna be like a episodic game or something like that where they're gonna be like here's yeah, the reveal that like chapter one comes out in the fall and oh. then like the next chapter comes out after that Could you I, imagine? I don't know how they're gonna yeah, pull this how can all you together fuck this up anymore well, the internet would burn down yeah dude, i don't know how you can like the battlefront thing ruined them completely an episodic content would ruin them just even more yeah i mean it could be episodic but also look really good to make up it doesn't for it. matter <laughs> learn from every other episodic yeah. thing that's come out 
and don't do it. Yeah, show me one episodic game that was like a smashing success. Other than that the wasn't one like the season fir- one. Yeah, like the first Telltale game. Yeah. Hitman can't, didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work for Hitman. I mean, Hitman was a good game. Like People enjoyed it, but it didn't sell well. And it didn't sell it, until it, ruined it the came studio. out as a, a, yeah. a complete collection. And then there's still two complete collections that aren't complete. Yeah. Yeah. The the studio had to like close down because of it. Yeah. I mean, or got sold. What was it? Oh, it's a Square dropped them because yeah. of it. Yeah, they didn't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake's never coming out completely. I'm convinced of that. I, I just... Episodic just sounds like such a terrible move yeah. for a company that's been making terrible moves with the same property for three, five years now. But uh, yeah, let's, it, let's start digging your grave already. Like yeah. they're just going to do that every year from no, now on. I don't even want to think about that because that just—it's so plausible that I'm just <laughs> getting angry at the possibility that it could exist because you've now put it in my brain. I mean, once again, if the guy just finished writing the game and the game comes out in a few months, like yeah. I can only imagine that. The game is not complete, and it won't be sold complete. It will be some sort of weird piecemeal type thing. No, but that doesn't just because he's the writer doesn't mean that like the script wasn't done right being written. Like script writers aren't done on films even after like shooting's done because they have rewrites and a stuff like that. A movie is a lot different than a video but game. You're yeah. not understanding my point. There's rewrites and stuff that have to go on after the the game's nearly or the project is nearly complete. He said he's done with his portion of it. It doesn't mean that like. He just wrote the script, and now he's done with the script. It just means that his portion of the job is done. Yeah, but it, it, it basically just means that they're still doing work on the story, and the game is supposed to be out in less than six months. But it could be entirely completed, and then they're like, imagine they got to like one point, and they're like, ah, oh, this doesn't work right. Can you finish this up and make it like fit in with the canon or whatever? And he had to come in and rewrite one section of it. Yeah, but just that means they have that. to reanimate. They have to redo all this, like, co- like that it's means, just yeah, a lot of coding tr- goes into more the troublesome game at that point. Yeah, it's more troublesome. Then it is like an indication that, oh, God, everything's terrible. It's just like it doesn't sound good. We should be past that point and it should be about testing and polish and cleaning up and doing all these things if the game is truly supposed to come out in the fall. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like the script should have been completely wrapped up. And it could be DLC. Like it could be he, you know, he wrote the script. They've been working on it. They've been doing all that and it's fine. And he just got brought, re-brought back in to do all of the the planned DLC or the big story thing that they're going to do post launch or, you know, who knows right. what. And looking up like what he's done before, he's done a bunch of other stuff, but he was like the main scenario writer for the DLC for new Vegas. So like it also could just mean that he's only the DLC guy. It doesn't mean that he's the main writer for the whole sh- yeah, shebang. Yeah. Cause we don't know who is doing what with this game. Right. We just know that it exists. And writer doesn't mean script writer too. Like writer just means like scenario writer. Mm-hmm. Like usually there are people who write the actual dialogue. Um, but I'll, I just need to see more about it. I know. Just rip the bandit off. Just if it's it. not good or it's some kind of weird problem that I just want to know now. Well, we got what? Three weeks until we know? No, like five. I think it's, yeah, it's the second week of April. So, oh, I thought it wasn't going to be in March for some reason. No, April the 13th is uh, the day of the panel. So, so a month ish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm super looking forward to that weekend anyway, cause that's probably first trailer for episode nine, probably title reveal for episode nine. You know, this game, the probably first footage of the Mandalorian TV show. So, like, Star Wars Celebration is going to be awesome. Yeah. But this could end up being the dud in the middle. Or the the, the shiny surprise yeah. that, oh, my God, I thought all these terrible things were possible. And actually, this looks fantastic. And I can't wait. Right. So, Remain optimistic. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Because I don't want to let Joe's pessimism of episodic Star Wars get to me. Knock it off. <laughs> you shut up, Joe. I'll mute you. If you have any more ideas like that, you're getting muted. Sorry. 
Uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, companies send out surveys all the time. Sometimes they mean little hints towards the future, and sometimes they mean nothing. Who's doing surveys now, Joe? Uh, Atlas on Twitter put out a survey uh, asking about like what people thought about future projects that they were working on. Uh, one thing that people noticed uh, was part of the survey was asking uh, what other consoles you would like to see the next uh, Persona game coming out on. Uh, so, uh, up until now, Persona games, like the mainline Persona games were usually always confined to Nintendo or uh, not, uh, Sony, Sony consoles. consoles. Uh, they've been on like the, uh, PS2, PS3, PS4, Regular or no, PS3, uh, and PSP. then also like the PSP and the Vita for the handheld remasters usually. Um, so they asked if you would like to see Persona 6 on PC, Switch, and Xbox, uh, and I'm sure Switch would be probably the go-to one at that point. Yep. I mean, you'd want any of them. I mean, if you can only vote for one, I guess probably the Switch. But if you could vote for multiple, you'd just choose all of them. Yeah. But uh, just the fact that they're asking if people want it on another console has people going like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was talks of the uh, Persona 5 uh, getting a remaster for the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. uh, because there's no really new uh, handheld for Sony to put it on. Yeah. And Joker is in Smash, so that naturally led to, to the assumption that Persona's got to come to the Switch in some form or fashion. Well, he'll be in the QR game anyway, or the Q5 or whatever the um, 3DS game is, mm-hmm. the crossover game with the Dungeon Caller um persona q but there's also like now pretty reputable rumors that it is coming to the switch and it's going to be called persona 5s um and we'll know more eventually but somebody like a guy who leaks persona stuff pretty frequently leaks that and he said he didn't want to break any ndas but you'll know in the next coming weeks so we'll know soon i guess according to this person and again, it's not surprising. No, it's not. the least surprising announcement if they just came out with it. But no. I guess the next one being a thing that hasn't been, like, 6 has been announced, but not, or hasn't been announced. They're just like, we're going to make a 6, probably. Yeah, what a 6 will on? be coming. What do you want? Well, and it takes a decent amount of time for those things to come out anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're probably like, should we invest in buying the hardware to, like, develop it on a Switch? Or yeah. should we just not worry? And, I'm, I mean... People aren't going to be like, no, only make it on one console. That's all we want. Maybe some Sony fanders, but I, the general mass are going to be like, yeah, I, I have a Switch and maybe I want to play it. Yeah, but it would even be a dick move for like a Sony fan to be like, no, just on my thing. You don't get one. Well, that's why they're, they're you know, fanards. But on a Twitter poll, no one's going to know because it's anonymous. So also, Twitter it. polls are like the least poll-y. Like, yeah. You have to be interested in Persona to begin with and be on Twitter. It's a small <laughs> it's yeah. a small polling sample. Exactly. So I'm sure whatever the results are are going to be overwhelmingly yes, put it on other things. Whether or not they do it, who knows? Again, it's polling data. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a plan or it's, it's in the works. It's not statistics. Yeah. And it could be, oh, it comes to Switch, but two years after it comes out on PS4 or PS5. Because... Well, what I'm imagining it will probably be is there will be a Persona 6 that will come out on the PS4 and then... The handheld, like, remaster or whatever, complete edition will come out on Nintendo Switch. Because that's what they like to do. That's the history of, you put out the console version, you let everyone play the console version, and then you release a handheld version. And now with there being no Vita anymore, they're like probably like, alright, well let's just do it on the the Switch because it's just the only other handheld in the market at this point. We would have put it on Vita too, but you didn't make one, Sony, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what the, what comes of it. 
We'll see again in the coming weeks if 5 is coming to the Switch, but you know, still all up in the air right now. Something that is not up in the air is the lineup lightning round for Evo 2019. Joe, you've got that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the uh, big fighting game tournament, uh, the lineup was announced for it. Uh, there were there was one surprise and one, like, uh, I guess there were two surprises, but one of them was... Uh, A negative surprise? Yeah. Uh, or depending depending on what you ask. But uh, they announced the, the lineup, which uh, includes uh, Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Soul Calibur 6, uh, Street Fighter 5 Arcade Edition, Tekken 7, Under Night and Birth uh, X Latest. Uh, and then the two ones that were the surprises uh, was uh, a new Samurai Showdown game coming out, which uh, looks a lot like... Um, the Street Fighter uh, Five, in terms of like character, the the art style of it, uh, I'm not entirely sure if Capcom like worked along with it, but it definitely has a Street Fighter Five vibe, uh, and people were super excited for that because uh, everyone liked the old school Samurai Showdown games, and um, it was a big surprise that not only was the game announced, but also announced that it'd be part of Evo. So it's a game that people haven't even had a chance to play yet is already being put on the main stage of this big fighting game. So they must have a lot of confidence in it. Uh, the other game that was a bit of a surprise was Super Smash Brothers Ultimate replaced Super Smash Brothers Melee as the main Smash Brothers game that's going to be part of the tournament. Now I'm sure that caused a big uproar because Melee has been the standard in Smash games for 18 years now, right? 2001, I think, Smash Melee came out, probably. The Has it really been that long? I mean, that's when the GameCube came out, was 2000, 2001, right? Wow, yeah. Hmm, so it's crazy. probably been, you know, 15 plus years yeah. since that came out. And it's been the standard version of Smash since then. Yeah. But I mean, Ultimate... People, people didn't like Brawl. Uh, people didn't, you know... Wii U one was fine, but nobody really, like... It, it, not it, didn't, it, didn't have, it wasn't nearly as technical as what uh, Melee was. No. Um, but Ultimate is... It's not as technical, but it's it far more... It did a more... good job of making itself on par. Yes. Yeah. Where I can see the best Smash players in the world are okay competing in this version rather than in Melee. Yeah. It, it, uh, I mean, I saw a lot of reactions to it. Um, uh, it was more surprised than upset because everyone was kind of like, oh, wow, it's, it's been Melee this whole time. I saw a lot of people basically kind of celebrating it because they like a lot of the new characters that have been added to Ultimate. Uh, I know that... Um, like uh, the Belmonts are really big characters in the competitive scene. So I think uh, the inclusion of all the new characters kind of like waylaid everybody who's upset about it. And all of, all of the characters that were in Melee that then weren't in Brawl or in Wii U Mm -hmm. are back too. So like having every character available is kind of like the, the, the ultimate, I guess, (laughs) version to play at the fighting game tournament. That is the ultimate fighting game tournament. Yeah. But it was a, it was more of a, a shock that like the, like the mainstay uh, game was finally upseated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be weirder if it just, if there was no smash this year, all of a sudden, like, yes. you know what this new, uh, this new samurai showdown game is really, it's really the tits. That's so the we're hotness. Just gonna so go, yeah, we're just yeah. going to replace smash with it. Baba smash. It's this new one, the new hotness. Uh, but it's just a, a, a new version of smash taking over and it's a worthwhile successor. It may not be the the best version in some people's eyes, but you're never going to change that opinion. But at least Ultimate is a really, really good version of Smash Brothers. So mm. 
I'm not entirely the surprised. The version? Yeah. I'm not really surprised that they went with it. No. Though I could understand the like the anger over Purists. not having. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they've just, it's all been, they've ever it's known been is the, Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that are just, uh, are high-end uh, melee players, the top, top tier of melee players that, you know, still stuck with melee instead of going to ultimate. And now they're kind of sitting there going like, well, you know. I'm not nearly as good in ultimate as I am in melee. I feel like it's it's a close enough version where the the skills will transfer over, so they won't necessarily be. But the characters change up can be a very big, uh, you know. But the thing highest, that mix you up. The highest tier melee players have got to be able to pick up the new game. Yeah, pick up and get so to it. easily. Yeah, where now that they know, like when is Evo? Uh, August second. Yeah, so they've second got, to the fourth. They've got time. Yeah, they've got five months. Yeah. To, also, to Mortal Kombat 11 is not out yet. Yeah. That's replaced Mortal Kombat X. That makes sense, though. This one looks like it's going to be great. So, And I don't imagine they're going to tweak the formula Did too much. Did you see uh, the uh, Johnny Cage reveal? Yeah, I, I saw that it was revealed, but I didn't watch it. His uh, finisher is fantastic. Oh, I did see that. <laughs> yeah. The cut. Yeah, the, and they're shooting a movie. <laughs> yeah. No, that was pretty funny. I did enjoy that. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a ton of surprises at Evo, though those two... You know, a new game getting announced and being put on the the dais, and and then ultimate replacing melee is obviously a, a big deal for the for the tournament. So, you know, I'll watch it. I'm sure I'll watch the Smash Ultimate thing when it when it happens in in August. So, I'm sure we'll talk about it then. Uh, lightning round. A new Toad Jam and Earl game came out on Friday that has a surprising executive producer. Joe, you want to tell us about it? Uh, yes. Uh, apparently, Macaulay Culkin is the executive producer. For the new Toe Jam and Earl game. His uh, comedy website, uh, bunnyears.com, apparently is also a game uh, a game production company as well. Uh, they have Bunny Ears Games as the producer for the game. The game was not very well received, so I don't exactly know why you would want to be bragging about that right and now. Holly Culkin himself can't even play it. Yeah, he doesn't have anything past the 360. Maybe he has a computer that could play it because it's out on PC, but... He doesn't have a PS4 and he doesn't have an Xbox One. And that's what those came out on. So weird that you would executive produce a game and not at least be given the console. Like by the be like, hey, you helped us. Like you gave us the money to fund this game. Have a copy of our game and the console. Yeah. Like here we we signed it. It's a it's an Xbox. We signed it to you. So go ahead and play it. But no, he doesn't have one. Uh, I mean, apparently he's been a, a, a lifelong fan of the original franchise. Uh, he talked about how he was playing it his whole life. Yeah. I mean, I really liked uh, Toe Jam and Earl, the first game back in the day on the, mm-hmm. the Sega Genesis. It's just kind of weird that, I mean, Macaulay Culkin's a weird dude. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's kind of weird that he's been spending his whole life being obsessed with this one game enough that he's like, I gotta be, I gotta be a part of the release of the new one. Yeah, not... Obsessed with a game, but obsessed with this game in particular is (laughs) the weird thing about it. It's not like, oh, I love Mario 3. It's my favorite. I play it three times a year. Like, oh, that makes sense. I can can get on board with that. It's a great game. Well, it's very fitting in his character where, like, he also was in a, like, cover band that only sang songs, parody songs about pizza. So, like, he's a a weird dude. I mean, there's nothing weird about loving pizza. I'm going to say it right now. No, there's nothing weird about loving pizza, but do you love pizza enough so to much form that you start a, a, band about a parody band that only plays covers of songs that like imagine are Weird pizza Al bands? Just sang songs about pizza. I was like, he's not that far off from it. <laughs> no, but he, he spans different genres and different food. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's not all. It's not just pizza. It's all foods right. that he sings parodies of, and he does original songs. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I'd follow that man to the grave. <laughs> if he wants to pivot to all pizza songs, I'm, I'll be there day one for the concert. So. Pizza the Hut. Yeah. yeah, what a weird dude and a weird game that apparently is not very good. So. <laughs> Maybe if he had been able to play the game during development, it might have been better because he, he would have known what he's putting his name on. Exactly. Unfortunate. Uh, and then lightning round. I think this is the last item for the lightning round this week, where we say goodbye officially. To Overkill is The Walking Dead, a game that I thought was dead already, but now it's super dead and definitely not going to zombify itself and come back to life on consoles. It's dead. Uh, yep. Uh, we talked about before how they uh, pulled out on making the console version of the game because mm-hmm. the PC version uh, they, was... They put it on an indefinite hiatus. Yes. Indefinite hiatus has now turned into canceled, which yeah. is usually what happens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this was all uh, thanks to Skybound Entertainment. Uh, who basically were just like, look, this game is shit, and we don't want anything to do with it anymore, so we're pulling out. When Robert uh, Kirkman goes, nah, dog. <laughs> you know, it's time you to stop. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Skybound Entertainment was the one that decided to cut all ties with uh, Starbreeze Studios, uh, and basically killing off all future development for anything for the studio, so they're not going to be doing any more work on it anymore, no like patching or balancing or anything like that obviously no more version no chance of there being the console version coming out yeah essentially uh, do not resuscitate for all versions of this game yeah that's so brutal that like your production studio uh would just be like look this shit sucks and we're out <laughs> yeah just, you know just just stop yeah and which is disappointing because i i was a huge fan of payday uh which was produced by the overkill yeah developers so to see them like get completely, it, it, it reminds me of uh, what happened with uh, Turtle Rock Studios, the mm-hmm. people that made Left 4 Dead, and yeah. how Evolve, Evolve just, yeah. just became so bad that it essentially murdered the studio. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling this might have the same effect with what Overkill. So it's kind of like, oh, well, that's a shame. Like They made one or two really good games at their time. Sucks that they had to make something so bad afterwards that it yeah. might murder them. Also bad and incredibly, like, uh, not relevant. Like, imagine if this was made five years ago. Yeah. Like, even that crappy Walking Dead t- show tie-in show or game was, like, crappy but sold well because it was, like, out when Walking Dead, like, was super high. relevant. Yeah. Like, that game was not good and you could beat it in, like, two hours. But still, like, I was working at GameStop when we were, when it came out and we sold tons of them. Yeah. No, the lesson to take away here is definitely stop making Walking Dead games. Yes. Not necessarily to not make Overkill games anymore. No, just be more timely. Yeah, just stop making uh, Walking Dead games, please. That's that's all. That's really the message of this whole this whole show. It's every not just <laughs> every, not just today, every but every week. The the Brooke my Pucks. whole thing that I want to get across to you is stop making Walking Dead games. Yes. I mean, what if, what if we got word of like a really good studio making a Walking? No, Dead we game? we bashed them for making their like Pokemon Go thing that never I think didn't ever come out, or maybe it did. There's a, There's a Pokemon, Go, Pokemon Go. Yeah, game? where you like fight zombies in AR, and it's like gps modulated and stuff yeah weird that sounds awful stop making it stop making it if you're it's, in it's already i think it's already it. out but oh. yeah well stop working on it stop doing updates <laughs> just abandon it learn from the, oh, learn from overkill it. just abandon any walking dead projects you have and you're going to be better for it that goes for you double amc i heard that you wanted to make another walking dead spinoff don't do it just stop just quit let it die yeah, yeah do your I, rick I, movies I, and then be done with it please was there supposed to be a Rick movie? Oh yeah, there's supposed to be like 17 Rick movies coming out. I none of it makes any sense. They just need to stop. 
He's apparently leaving the show this season, too. No, he left no, he already. Left oh, he left season. already? Yeah, he, he left. And then when he left, they announced all these movies. And it's just like, well, now none of this makes any goddamn sense. Yeah. So just stop it. Because he, like, got on a helicopter and flew off. Yeah, to go make movies. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any just sense. Just go somewhere else where there are more zombies. And now he just doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. Yeah. Right? Mm. Awful. I tried watching the, the second show, The Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. not good. I watched the first episode, and it wasn't what I wanted. So I just abandoned it immediately. Mm. But, all right, anything that I missed for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week? No. Uh, small piece of news, Gearbox might be announcing Borderlands 3 at PAX in a couple weeks. Because mm-hmm. they announced their, like, small snippet of, like, when they're going to be doing their time thing. And they said there was going to be, like, big reveals and never-before-seen releases. So, that's probably Borderlands 3. Um, since they're just was... releasing Todd Howard. That's what that's what really it's going to be. Yeah, releasing him to the, or no, not the Todd masses. Howard. Todd Howard's Bethesda. Bethesda. No, uh, Randy Pitchford. Randy mm-hmm. Pitchford. Yeah, they're releasing him. But I know you guys don't like Borderlands, so it's not big enough news. But I'm excited because I like Borderlands. No, I mean, if they make another Borderlands game and it's good, all power to you. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't, you know, pass my test, but people love that game. So if they get another good one, I'm all, yeah. I'm all for it. So I guess we'll see in a couple Gearbox weeks. Gearbox needs a win. <laughs> sure do. Sure do. Um, all right then well that'll do it for the lightning round not lightning round for this week which will do it for this week's episode of the broken clock podcast gamescast remember you can find the gamescast every monday morning at 9 a.m on google play itunes podbean stitcher and spotify you can also find us on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods Uh, so let us know what you think about resident evils on switch which starter you're going to go with in the new pokemon sword and shield uh, and whether or not you're worried about star wars jedi fallen order like i am And if you hope that it's also not episodic like Joe thinks it's going to be, um, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. But once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.